A Tale of Two Toddlers, Audra Powers. I wake up to a light dusting of snow, just enough to illuminate the neighborhood. It's a Saturday sprinkle of winter bliss. Alexa, what's the temperature outside? I ask while filling the coffee carafe with water. The high desert dropped to a low of 25 degrees. Is it summer yet? I slept a solid seven hours, a true miracle. I can't let all of this energy go to waste. Even if we don't get outside, we have to go somewhere. My daughter's favorite indoor activity is going to a restaurant. She takes after her mother. What kind of restaurant do you want to go to, I ask? Hmm, how about pizza? No, ice cream. My almost four-year-old squeals. Well, you can't have pizza or ice cream for breakfast. How about we go to that little cafe with the yummy pancakes, I suggest. Deep down, I know that a pizza might actually be the more nutritionally balanced option. Oh, well. Everyone agrees on a chilly morning adventure to our favorite cafe. My husband and I load up the van and secure all three children in their car seats a feat truly deserving of a pancake reward. I quickly push the heated seat buttons, and I always turn on the heated steering wheel for our driver, known by the baby simply as Da. The nine-month-old is happy anywhere we go, as long as it's early. He does not like that car seat after 4 p.m. The two-and-a-half-year-old wants to be like big sister. If she wants carbs covered in sticky sugar, Brother needs them too. We order our food at the counter, grab a large table, fill the cups, wipe down the high chair, and clean six little hands. My husband holds the squirmy baby and I put the big kids in booster seats. Everyone is happy for a brief moment. Cue the tale of two toddlers. Toddler one sits still in her booster seat, patiently awaits the arrival of a warm breakfast, and uses her fork to cut the pancake into bite-sized pieces. The only help she needs is pouring syrup. Toddler two, fidgets in his booster seat, asks to eat every five seconds, cries because the pancake isn't cut, and cries when I cut it up. I have to hold him to quiet his very loud screams. I calmly talk him through the pancake process while hurriedly fixing his plate. I am a multitasking pro by now. He gets back in his seat and decides he doesn't want to use the fork anymore. You can eat with your hands, buddy. Just pick up the pieces of pancake and dunk them in the syrup. After a frantic five minutes, which felt like forever, he finally settles. My oldest children are only 15 months apart. They have been toddlers together for much of their lives, but I see a shift coming. My daughter is almost a preschooler and her independence shines. The toddler side only comes out when she's sleepy and that big kid persona is ever present when she spells her name for strangers. W-R-Y-N spells Ridge, she shouts for all to hear. Little brother is still in the thick of it. His tantrums are regular. He must have a nap or total chaos ensues. He needs to be held. He needs to be the baby. I catch glimpses of what's ahead when he sits still and paints circles with his watercolor brush. I see the big brother protector when he gently kisses baby brother. But my middle boy is smack dab in the middle of toddlerhood.
robot, 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 he chants while pulling the couch cushions off and chasing Big Sister. Breakfast is almost over. We sit at the table with full bellies and sticky hands. I look to my left. Toddler One is finishing up the sausage she stole from my plate. She smiles at me and gulps some water. I shift my gaze toward Toddler Two. In the moment of quiet, no one noticed him reach for the syrup. With a big piece of pancake in his left hand balanced against his chest and chin, he tilts the heavy syrup bottle with his right hand. I see the concentration in his face. His brow furrows and his little arm shakes as he waits for the syrup to drip. Oh, let mommy help you with that, I cry. I take the big bottle and swirl a little more syrup around the last piece of pancake. (sighs) Breakfast crisis averted. We clean up and get everyone out the door with the promise of making footprints in the snow. I carry Toddler 2 to the van after stomping in a thin layer of powder on the sidewalk. He's sticky from head to toe. Did you like those pancakes, buddy? I ask. Yummy in my tummy, he cheers. On the drive home, my husband and I recount the near-miss syrup spill. We talk about how hard it's been with our middle boy. He's either too young or too old. He's either trying to catch up to his big sister or too rough with his little brother. Doesn't he deserve a chance to be just right? My toddlers are so close, yet so far apart. They both need different things from me. Sometimes I forget to adjust myself to their needs. My expectations don't line up with their limitations. I expect my son to sit quietly, use his fork, and politely ask for more syrup. I expect him to use a napkin instead of his jacket. I expect him to keep up. My daughter doesn't have to keep up with anyone. There was a time not so long ago when she was the messy one with constant meltdowns. She threw her spoon and screamed so loud it made the table next to us stare. My son deserves the same luxury of being fully toddler. He deserves to be slow and sticky. I made a pact with my husband to focus more attention on our son's need in three specific ways. First, we would have more one-on-one conversations with him. His voice could be overpowered by the big girl and the baby. Next, we would try our best to do whatever he asks. His chief request is to be carried. He's telling us exactly what he needs. We just have to listen and respond. Finally, we will cheer loudly for his little victories, even when he's slow and sticky. Where would you like to go today, buddy? I ask my boy. See the animals, he exclaims. Oh yeah? What's your favorite animal to see? Gorilla. Ooh, ooh. He screams as he beats his chest and jumps in the air. We went to the zoo the next day. The sun was out and the snow had melted. With only 45 minutes before closing time, we raced to see the gorilla. Toddler one ran in her little heels. My husband carried toddler two and the baby snuggled on my chest in a carrier. We got a great view of brother's favorite animal. I love the gorilla, he cried. Another little boy his age was playing close by. They studied each other for a few moments, smiled, then high-fived. He doesn't have to keep up. He's just right. Thank you so much, Audra. How are you doing today? Doing good. 
Good. I really enjoyed that essay. I remember when I read it for the first time, when you ask, Does, doesn't he deserve to be just right? I about teared up. Um, I have I have a couple of middle children. Yeah. Um, and I feel it. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your family. I have three little children. Um, my daughter, Rin, W-R-Y-N, she just turned four uh, a few days ago. She's just loving life as a big girl. And she's happy with um, learning her letters and her numbers. And she's sweet. She's my firstborn. And it's just, uh, we have a really special bond. And then my son, Swift, he will be three in July. So coming up here uh, in a few months. And my littlest one just turned one. Um, so we just celebrated a big birthday. Uh, and his name, his name is Rocky. So a girl and two boys. And I named them after birds because we love nature. and We love being outside. And uh, we've been outside a lot late, lately taking advantage of this beautiful weather. Um, I've been married for seven years to my husband, Sam. Okay. And he is an engineer. And that, uh, his job brought us to Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we live in the high desert. Okay. And it is a totally different landscape from where I grew up and on the beaches of Florida. So from the beach to the desert, and uh, it's a total change, but we have decided to make this our home and uh, it's, been, mm-hmm. it's been really nice. Oh, good. Yeah. Albuquerque, I've, I've been there once and it was a long time ago, but it was yes. lovely. It's, there's a lot of hiking, a lot of nature, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of history. So it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell, tell me what you're reading right now. You're reading so anything good? With the little time that I have in the evenings, because I'm pretty busy. Right. Um, I picked up yeah. a devotional book by Sally Clarkson. She's one of my favorite mm-hmm. um, mom encouragers. I love her podcast too. Mm-hmm. Um, her latest devotional is called Mom Heart Moments. Um, and you can, uh, I got mine on Amazon. So you can order from Amazon and I just take a little bit of time at night with my green tea and read the devotion or in the morning with my coffee whenever I have a chance. And it's just a good way to set my day. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Oh, I'm glad. Um, in what ways have you grown or changed as your kids have grown? I am so much more relaxed now <laughs> than right? I was so with funny. my first. And I think probably, I think every mom goes through that, but it's really amazing. Um, even though I heard it from friends, like it gets easier you know, you, you just kind of find your rhythm mm-hmm. and you find your way. And I think as a new mom, you're like, um, what, what are you talking about? This is never going to get easier. It's never going to, it's never going to feel, mm-hmm. you know, relaxed, but it really does. And, and I've relaxed a lot on things. My husband's relaxed a lot. So our home has just become a lot more um, calm and relaxed. If you can believe it, even with three kids, you I know, feel I, more I have experienced now. the same thing. Like I am... I am working way less hard with four than I did with two. Um, two was the hardest. Well, mm-hmm. similarly to you, my, my first two are pretty close. They're 17 months. but um, And that, that year was hard. Um, but by the time the third came, it was like, oh, yeah, sure, have a this. hot dog and some <laughs> ice cream for, for lunch. I don't care. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, it's funny you see exactly. all those memes about like, with the first kid, you know, you don't leave them with a babysitter until they're one and a half. Second kid, you know, sooner, but you leave yeah. good phone numbers. Third kid, where are they anyway? You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just think it's, it's you know, it's mm-hmm. a natural process that every mother goes through and you have to go through that. You know, it's like a rite of passage. 
but it's really nice to be on the other side of it. And I, I can definitely sense, I just posted a picture on Instagram yesterday of my two oldest, the ones that are 15 months apart. And I just, we had such a good day. They played outside for like an hour and the baby slept in the carrier and it was just so relaxing. And I took this great photo of them and posted it. And I just felt like I'm, I'm coming into a new season of motherhood. Like Mm -hmm. I can see it on the horizon and it's just so refreshing. But the work that you put in when they're little prepares you to enjoy that next season. So both in seasons are important. It's good to put the hard work in the crazy work that you have to put in, but you reap the benefits later. Yeah, you really do. And I like, I like the, the playing together of the, of the pairs. Um, like it's fun. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. also fighting, but it's, it's fun that they, they can can legitimately (laughs) entertain each other when they're not trying to kill each other. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's just mine. Yeah. So if you could talk to your pre-kids self, what would you tell her? Look at your daily life, really set your priorities. And it's never too early to set a Mm -hmm. vision for your family. It's never too early to start doing those little things like for us, Mm -hmm. um, going on daily walks, reading together, Mm -hmm. praying together. You know, there's some things that I look back on where, um, and maybe I wish that I would have Mm -hmm. started some of those things earlier. And it's just never too early to set those foundational things because I remember with my firstborn, I was just kind of doing the day-to-day things Mm -hmm. and getting through so I could have my break at the end of the day. And I wish that maybe I would have started some of those foundational things Mm -hmm. a little bit earlier with her. Like our prayers together and um, more more stories, more book times, more Mm -hmm. play times. But when you're you're in the thick of that, and especially Mm -hmm. when you're a new mom, you may not necessarily think those mm-hmm. things are important or that your child is even um, right. soaking that in, soaking right. those, those things in, but they really are. And now that I have two older ones mm-hmm. and a one-year-old, I'm starting to do those things with my one-year-old yeah. that I didn't maybe do with my firstborn. So it's never too early to have that family vision, to have those foundational things that you want to start as a family, uh, even when when Mm -hmm. you have a newborn. It's never too early to start that. I've noticed um, I I homeschool one of of my elders, and I've noticed that the little two are picking up on stuff that I have not taught them because because they just do. um, And it doesn't... The things that I think that they're not picking up that like they couldn't possibly be old enough to be learning letters or whatever. Like actually they can pick up all kinds of things. They are. And, and it's just, it's amazing Mm -hmm. how much they pick up. And then you see it when you have older kids and then, you know, you have like when I had my third, he was started walking super early. He was my earliest walker. And he's been Mm -hmm. saying a lot of words, like he's Mm -hmm. absorbing from them. So you don't really see that when you have your firstborn because there's no other little kids to absorb from. So all of that stuff is coming from you as the mom or as the parent. So I just think I would go back in time and remind myself of that and say, Mm -hmm. hey, it's, it's never too early to start something in your family that you want to have as a legacy or a vision or a perspective or a priority in your family. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed too when, um, when my kids were small, um, like when I, when I had my second and third, particularly, I felt really bad because my first one for those 17 months got all of me Mm -hmm. and I felt really bad for, you know, kind of just dragging the second and third newborns along and not 
sitting there and focusing on them like I did with the first. And um, it it took a little while for me to realize how much they get from their siblings. Like they might not get as much attention from me, but overall the amount of attention they're getting is like way up there. Totally, I totally feel the same way. And it's really really cool to see that is. Yeah, yeah, that's very much like a whole family thing. It's not like mom with a couple of Definitely. kids. Definitely. It's your family. It's yeah. like all of us. It's your family unit. The whole team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, I really enjoyed talking to you and I hope you have an excellent day. Thank you.